Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out. I've seen a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. And I walk the dogs enough that I know. <laughs> Nothing is funnier than, and I'm glad that Patty got to see this. So we went for a walk around the neighborhood. And uh, it's graduation time here. Big time. Big time. And I don't know what happens in these high schools that it's not enough to have a, congratulations, Alicia, like or just a little thing that you could stick in the lawn, maybe mm-hmm. a lawn sign. Or just sign. congratulations, graduates, period. Gra- yeah, vague, keep it vague. Yep. No, around here... They get their own banner with their face on it. It is bigger than a American flag. It, and these people, I mean, talk about your most awkward time of your life. And somebody's like, "Where?" here's what I'm thinking. I know that you have laser backgrounds and huge hair and uh, your teeth aren't straight yet. And you're struggling with acne. And you're very, it's, you're having a real hard time getting that mustache to come in full. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this giant banner with your face on it in front of your house and pretend it is the carnival game in Greece when we're all throwing pies at the, and, the gym well, teacher. And the picture was taken on that one awkward day where you all had to line up and then we each gave you a little black comb right. to make sure that your hair was okay before you took these pictures. And what you did right before you took the picture was you popped that set when everyone said, don't pop it, you're going to make it worse. Uh-huh. And then you popped it anyway. And what? You made it worse. And you have to wear this clip-on tuxedo that we put on all of the people who came before you, mm-hmm. also stinky, covered in DNA yeah. of your fellow, of your peers, your yeah, team. That peers. may have been on a mattress covered in bed bugs. Yeah. And the girls, we're just going to drape this sheet over the front of you. It doesn't have any form, any shape. Right. I think it came from Soft Marie's house. Mm-hmm. We're and just going to put throw these pearls it on. on you. Yeah, because every girl wears pearls. Who doesn't like a pearl necklace? Am I right, girls? Yeah, and then we're going to soften up the edges as much as we can so you look a little bit like RuPaul in everything. Yeah, and um, it's like a sorority uh, composite picture. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to drape it on the side of your house for everyone to see. I don't know if you saw the picture that I posted, and uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, then I think that we should give this to them as an extra special gift this week. Uh, The picture of me that I posted from eighth grade with the laser background the olin mills laser option and the Mm. huge hair on my instagram check it out okay i can wait okay i think there was only one year that we did like a fence oh i love i i love an olin mills background i love it you either got new england vista or you got lasers this is really isn't she hot that is I like that your bangs in this picture are trimmed in a line and then also ripped. Ripped up. Yeah. Well, not much has changed for the lower bang. Let's be real. But I just split them in half and look at. I also like that it looks like somebody punched me in the face right before this picture (laughs) was taken. Talk about soft Marie. And that soft (laughs) turtleneck. Yeah. It it was, I think it was a velvety texture. Mm -hmm. It seems like it. Yeah, and there, there's definitely a cardigan over the turtleneck. Oh, I, I believe so. So, yeah. Do you know how long it took me to do that? Probably a long time. I hours. Hours. And because it was photo day, I was like, I get up at dawn, I slaughtered a goat. You know, it was like all this witchcraft. Well, I'm sure there was I some went to the, I going found around. the semen of a righteous man hmm. and um, some, some chicken bones, and I picked a god to pray to, yeah, and I sure. created this hair out of nothing. Um, I'm sure you haven't done, you haven't had this experience, but when oh, I was in you would be surprised. Okay. Okay. Uh, in a fraternity and or sorority, you have to take your composite picture for mm-hmm. your giant composite that hangs above your fireplace of the current, um, uh, residents of the fraternity and or sorority. Oh, I hate this already. I hate so this. So it is about, it's huge. It's mm-hmm. a big, it's like this big. You're, it's not like a group photo, but it's an individual. You take your picture, or you can choose to use the picture that you took when you were a freshman, 
And even though you're a senior, you look like you're 12. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're all in like our best suit and tie. Some guys, you know, the stoners got the long hair and the puka shells or whatever. And you got the preppy kids and whatever. And during a certain time in uh, Greek life, oh. you can go and steal someone else's composite. Okay. Like go into their sorority house, you take it off the wall, you bring it back, and then you haze it. Like you like Isn't this wacky? <clears throat> yeah. College put, life. Yeah, oh like you what do you mean haze it? You like haze you can, the picture? Like you can put like you cut out words and okay. like put it on it. It's really stupid. Okay. Um it's supposed to be nice. Oh, so no it's spunk. A, okay. It's, it's supposed to, it, you're not supposed to be like, here's a fatty. There's none of that. <laughs> yeah, like, or whore or whatever. Oh, well, okay. And then they kind of do the same to you. It's really stupid. But sometimes people don't give them back, and they're very expensive. And as Are the they? president of the fraternity, um, I was part of the, um, the like, kind of like the rehabbing of the house. Like, let's bring it, let's dial this back. Let's dial Animal House back to something presentable so How people will give us that? money to make our house look better. Was this something that was passed from class to class like you just always have somebody in the restoration program no there was someone else that that was like interested in you know like you know we were kind of jealous of other houses because other people other fraternities had like a strong like uh uh alumni that would give money that would make the house look great yeah. and you'd walk in your house and I'm like what the fuck kind of house is this this is amazing and then you'd walk into our house and the front would look great and then you get to where we live and it's like the monkey cage. Oh my god! I just pictured stepping onto the carpet and it squishing. Yes. Ah! Yes, that would be correct. Oh god! Did you ever correct. put a black light in that thing? No. Well, everyone had a black light in the room. Oh, actually, uh, I disagree. Lava lamp. We did. We did because we had a themed party where we replaced all of the light bulbs in the hallway <gasps> with uh, black lights. Wrong. Bad move. Very bad. And now move. it's a house of horrors. It's like somebody luminoled every it's wall. NCIS. Um. Horse, I don't know how this came about. And then all of a sudden I got, got really involved in it. And I, then the next thing that was like the trajectory for the next three years. So I was like, okay, let's find all of our old composites, reframe them, fix this up, put it up. I'm like, because I'd walked in, I walked in the house once. And I'm like, where is everything? <laughs> like, why, how come nothing's here? Like every, go, we've, every time we go to like another event or another at another house, it seemed like everyone like, like had furniture? Like, like history or like pictures of the other classes. I'm like, where are all the pictures? They're like, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? And this is now I'm new. You're so a freshman. I'm like, a, I was a sophomore. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, where's all the shit for the house? Like, how are we supposed to be proud? Like, the guy that wrote Breaking Away, the Academy Award winning movie, um, was part of this fr our fraternity. I said, where, how come we don't even have like a poster that even... Like a breaking away poster, yeah. like, <laughs> like to say, like, oh, this is our, this is our brethren. Yeah, so you're who's saying an Academy Award winner, alumni. Yeah, and I, he, they're like, oh, I never really thought about it. I'm like, what? Steve Tessick? Yes. All right. I don't know what Breaking Away is, so it's I. One of the I'd best Google. movies of all time. Well, it's got Dennis Quaid. No, Dennis Quaid. I've never seen Breaking Away. If don't listen to Chicago. You people are old and crusty, and Aaron, I just want to listen to Beyonce songs and get on my TikTok. And see if I get arrested yeah. for being on TikTok. I think I was too old to be in a fraternity, even though I was the same age of. Well, as but you were else. born sixty-five, right? So I you just didn't understand. I was like, like, what's the point of hazing? That, so what did somebody do to your composite? I don't remember what the fuck they did. There was no. I mean, I was just waiting for that gay thing. Oh, I, that's what I was like. If you got outed on a composite, that's not yeah. fun. I mean, could have been that gay thing. You know. <laughs> I think everyone kind of had a hint. Like, I was, like, really into, like, trying to fix up this house. I mean, not so much like I was, like, Jim J. Bullock, but I was just really, like, like once, yeah. like, one spring break, I painted the entire house by myself. <gasps> and, um, and they're like, Patrick, you, you've added an herb wall, <laughs> and, like, you're suddenly. There's a steam room here? Why are you God. the only one in it? You guys, where is the steam room? <laughs> Every other place has a steam room. What did we do with the steam room? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Who put a light in the steam room? There are no lights in the steam room. Just smacking of asses. That's right. And whipping of towels. I was clapping in there. What did you hear? <laughs> I, was I was doing a routine. I was doing the handshake. I start every day by applauding myself. <laughs> 
We had a community. I told you this. We had a communal shower. Yes. Fucking gross. When you told a story, because you've told the communal shower story on, on the pod before. Well, I've also had a communal shower in high school. Ew! And, and let me just tell you, the high school guys were 10 times more attractive than the fraternity guys. Oh. Because I was, you know, we had like uh, championship swimming and water <gasps> polo teams. So that's who I'm showering with. It's like a randy blue uh, uh, gay porn video come to life. Like, this is amazing. I'm like, I'll wait. That Literally, that was me. I was like, I'll wait. No, I'm, I'm just going to, um, oh, my socks are really interesting. Like, I would, couldn't, couldn't get off my locker bench to save my life. Oh, my God. Or I'd you be shouldn't. like, you know what? I'm okay. I don't need to shower. Our gym period was at 10. So if I didn't shower, I fucking smelled all the way until I went home. We never did anything in gym worth showering. Oh, yeah, we we did. You, like, actually worked out. Yeah. Yeah, no, we we, we were much more, uh, nobody gave a crap. And I, I, we had, like, lockers, and you just had to bring in some clothes from home. And you'd change into those clothes, but you never really did anything that warranted anything anyway. Nobody's doing anything crazy, except for when we did have like a semester of gymnastics. We did nothing, and then all of a sudden we did everything for one semester. And you shouldn't, I shouldn't be on a pommel horse. There's certain things that like not every kid is prepared to do. And not every gym teacher is prepared no! to teach that. I know this because my gym teacher also sold shoes at Macy's. Well, I You mean, can't teach me how to do the vault well. and the uneven bars. Well, I do remember. <laughs> so we had to do the vault, but it wasn't just like, let's just practice. You guys, we're going to run. You're going to jump off this little, uh, you know, trampoline thing. And mm-hmm. you're just going to touch the vault and just sort of jump over that horse, whatever. Mm-hmm. People were flipping over it, like doing a handstand flipping over it. And I do remember running, running, running. I hit the trampoline. My hands touched the vault. I remember looking down and then I felt something from my side and I sort of like wheelied off and mm-hmm. sort of fell on a padded mat somewhere else. And it was because I had no upper body strength. And the gym teacher said that it looked like I was going to fall and land on my head on the vault. So instead of me landing on my head, he just pushed me midair from the side and took his chances that pushing me and me flying sideways off the vault was going to be less damaging to my nervous system. No, thank you. Would have been fired today. 100%. Would have been fired probably 20 years ago. But in that freewheeling suburbs of Boston, 1990s life I was living... Nobody gave a shit. I mean... We're just trying to kill kids from the 90s and 80s. All right. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. Ah, I That was a ghost. Okay. Ah, <laughs> I'm the host, the oh. ghost of Guy Lombardo. Oh, oh sorry. And I'm Carrie <laughs> Washington. And we're coming to you from the Baja Bar, the beautiful pineapple ranch. Oh, can oh, I hear it? It's a Halloween theme. <laughs> The driving cat, the cat who could drive a car. He drives around all over the town. Toons is the driving cat. Oh, that was my childhood right I there. I loved Toonses. Everybody loved Toonses. That was the golden age of SNL right there. They had Toonses, and then Toonses was driving with Kirstie Alley, and yes. then she was. <laughs> yes. she was she was promoting Look Who's Talking, so then they had John Travolta in the car, but it was Dana Carver. He's like, that Toonsis cat's like so weird, right? He's like, I'm driving a car here. I drive a car here, and you? That's my, that's my John Travolta. I drive a car. Like you have a halal car. Uh, oh, it's more like a yodel. It's in the back of my throat. It's like Joanne Worley's impression of John Travolta. Oh, and this week, like all weeks, we're yodeling. We're coming to you from the Maha on, bringing you the advice articles of... Van Landis and Dear Abby were, were yodeling out their articles, their their columns, their wisdom, their advice. The this week, every week, every damn week. So what the hell are you waiting for? Oh, that's tiring. I'm really tired now. Can you imagine if we were, I think we would have a blast if we were part of Laughing? Are you kidding me? I mean, Do you even I, need to ask? When I found Laughing, I was like, oh my God, this is this is it. 
was never much a laugh-in girl because I think I was more stuck on you can't do that on television, which is just the the teenage version of laugh-in. Not if I'm really. Right, right? Like laugh-in was like, that's like when you learned timing, innuendo, when everyone is... It was like when... Entendre. Yes. Mm-hmm. Along with like the Carol Burnett show when you like, you got that all, like it was amazing. And also every closeted homosexual, I was like, I want to be him. Uh, and nuance is dead. What a shame. I mean, they eventually died a terrible death. But anyway. That's anyway. But they were hilarious. But you know what else is hilarious? Us. Shadow Stevens. So you should. Oh. Oh, oh next win. week. Uh, you should follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. Did I mention that we have a website? Mm. We do have a www.interwebs. It's DearPodOfficial.com. So go on that. Did that frighten you? Because no, you I just said, grabbed your pearls. Well, okay. You should, oh, away from the microphone, oh, please. Lord. And lean into the microphone. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. If you have any advice questions that you would like answered by one of the two of us, Jack Hass is on the air. And finally, most importantly, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. Become a patron of the arts. Is that what we're doing? Question okay, mark? Yeah, this is sure, art. we're art. Why not? I loved art. Support us. Support this art. For 3 or $5 a month, two different subscriber levels. That's just like nothing. Ten cents in a local phone call. I know. Sally Struthers us, man. Take care of us. So go to patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. Sign up and you will get extra membership perks like cocktail recipes, um, pictures of Patty's pecs, mm-hmm. extra chatter yeah. about Soft yeah. Marie. Uh, also cut out you know bits and pieces from interviews that we do because whenever we interview somebody, it goes long. Mm-hmm. We won't talk Naturally. to them. So sometimes you'll get snippets from that, full versions of things. I'm giving you so much quality comedy content, damn it. So go. Give it back right now in the form of doubloons. Three or five doubloons a month, baby. What's doubloons? It's pirate money. Arr, me hardy. Mm. I get me doubloons over there. I'm sure somebody in some country is still using doubloons. They're better than euros. Here's the thing. If I were on a pirate ship and someone was talking, like me present day on a pirate ship that someone talks like that, I'd be like, I don't know what you just said. And what's with that, like, are like what's happening how many teeth do you have in your head are you for real who carries a parrot on their shoulder aren't you hot in all of those layers you can take the coat off you know how do you work with a parrot on your shoulder it's white linen you're wearing underneath that would be nice and airy i mean we're in the tropics right would it kill you to see a dentist i would kill myself if i had a parrot on my shoulder oh my god i can't imagine the shit that's running down the back of that coat I just like it's. It, I I couldn't even imagine anything on my shirt all day. Disease. Oh, I know. Even just having a purse walking around the city, I'm like, ugh. That's why I can't have like a. I need a backpack. First of all, I need to have both hands free just in case. Fanny pack. Maybe a fanny pack, but like an like a. I had a messenger bag for a long time, and it just something doesn't seem right. Because of the strap across, like <sighs> Diane Keaton in every movie ever. Yeah. When she had her purse that was always in between the boobs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I think I like, I hated a backpack for a long time. And then now the backpack is my saving grace. I just have this weird fear of somebody grabbing me from the backpack and pulling me backwards. You know, onto Mm. the train tracks. But that's just me. Mm. It's my stupid, silly fear. Well, they're going to grab whatever bag. Yeah, but if you grab me from the back and I have something strapped to my back. Like you're a turtle. Well, then you release. Well, there's no like release valve in the front of your you're- you can get out of a backpack attack. <laughs> Just Just that feels like it's a 1980s thing. It's like if it's the don't do drugs, scared straight backpack attack program. Well, remember when everyone was taking that self-defense class? It's oh, like, yeah. Step on the foot, shoulder the to the- Elders of the yeah. crotch. Yeah. And then fist to the face. And then like get your keys out and punch them in the eyes. And it was always like, like the gym that. teacher that had to wear that padded yeah, suit. Like, ha! 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 Sorry, Mr. McGillicuddy. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I'll see you in fifth period math. Did you forget to wear your cup again? I'm more. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to call your wife? Yeah. Sorry. Is that blood? Uh. <laughs> your head is really big. The big Mardi Gras head. I was more terrified by the look of that thing. I mean, if that's actually coming being at attacked. Me. Oh my god, yeah. If somebody comes at you it's looking like, like the robot. Yeah. From uh, Planet Nine from Outer Space, go for the crotch mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I think you should always go for the crotch. Go for the crotch. Patreon.com/slash I mean, official. I mean, 
I don't know what anyone like. Everyone's like, "Oh no, you got to punch him in the face, kick him in the balls." Always. No one's gonna come at you. <laughs> wow, I think that is the best way to tell you what our theme is this week, which is grab, grab bag. bag, grab bag. bag. Can we get some grab bag music? Grab bag. bag. It's time grab for a grab bag. bag. Grab, grab your bag, bag and then grab get, my fun get, get your backpack attack ready. <laughs> grab your bag and pull somebody onto the third kick rail. Kick me in my balls. It's a bag attack. <clears throat> So, the grab bag episodes are not theme-specific. This is when we find articles that have nothing to do with anything. We just want to read whatever we find. Right. Sometimes we just can't be... We just can't contain this wild horse. I know. It's, sometimes you need to let it run free. Then we, why don't we start with some articles? That will get us going oh, okay. and cleanse the palate, and we can come back and forth and okay. move it all around. Okay. Do you want me to do one? I want you to do one, or do you want me to do one? Whatever you'd like, baby. Here, how about I'll start us off. Okay, great. Okay, this this one hits real close to home. Okay, I'll just start one. reading the Bible. Okay, do. Um, Psalm 1. This is from the Reno Gazette Journal, Reno, Nevada, September 13th, 1975. Reno. Busty Barbara asking for help. You ready? Yes, Busty. Dear Ann Landers, I'm a girl in my early teens. This is not an easy letter to write. Every now and then somebody complains about being flat as a board. When they ask about exercises or creams to enlarge their bust lines, I get green with envy. Don't the flat Florences of the world know they can buy padded bras? What help is there for us busty Barbaras? I'm only 16, weigh 110 pounds, and I'm already a 40D cup. Normally... I would wear a size 10 dress, but I must buy a size 12 because anything smaller is too tight across the bust. My shoulders are always sore from bra straps digging in. It's too heavy a load for those one-inch straps. Please help me and others who are over-endowed. Over-endowed. Dear O.E., an embarrassment of riches, one might say, but fret not, you can be helped. Please note... This advice is not for women who are simply full-busted. It's for those who have tremendous excess. Plastic surgery can relieve you of the burden, but 16 is quite young for this operation. Check with two good doctors, then get a third opinion to be on the safe side. Ian! It's a big deal. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. When women are so well-endowed, it sometimes makes it seem like the rest of their body is the same size because it just... It's like a sheet that hangs off of your nipples, uh-huh. and now you're like a giant grimace. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's a it's a false read for the right. rest of the bod. Yeah. So then you have to put like a belt underneath your breasts. Yes, and then you're looking like Jane Austen <laughs> right. and everything ever. Nobody right. likes an empire waistline. No, nobody. And women who have big breasticles shouldn't be forced into it. That I, is, okay. I mean, it's funny because I have oh, look. You know, the first five minutes of my act is about me being a negative A cup. Correct. But, uh, and they're very good jokes. Oh, very good. I, they're timeless. So. Oh, I yeah. think, okay. yeah, I do. I, I've gotten some feedback online and, you know, my 10 followers on Instagram seem to agree. Yeah. Like I have never lip. wanted, like herpes lip and sticky nut juice. <laughs> God, those are my biggest fans. They are. They were so, SNJ. so good. Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have never wanted bigger boobs never ever which is weird for somebody so flat to be like i don't actually aspire to be a bigger boobed girl but that's 40 great. d cup is huge seems big yeah it's very impressive have you ever wanted bigger boobs yeah yeah i've always wanted bigger like a bigger chest. who doesn't want a bigger chest really yeah i don't know that doesn't do anything for me I- well i mean no i don't want to have like like women breasts i want to have like we can install whatever you want thanks to plastic surgery well that's the thing like that's the thing i don't understand about guys it's like i the you know guys would do like calf implants or pec implants or like uh where it's like they um do like an outline of abs but you don't really have them yeah that's weird having your abs put in for you like with plastic you would look knowing like there's something fake in there that's making me look like that the washboard look. But yeah. far be it from me, because I do have to say, yay, plastic surgery. Sure. It's there to fix anything you want. I am leaving this earth with a different nose than I came in with. Thank Fine. you very much. I just, I don't know. 
It's not that I'm shaming. It just seems there's certain things I don't understand. Well, there's certain things, but if you want to look a certain way and your body just can't build that, it's mm-hmm. not like I can suddenly, you know, start blowing into my thumb and then my boobs start growing. Maybe you should try. Which would be an awesome party trick. <laughs> oh my God, this I can't fill out this dress. Hold on a minute. <laughs> everybody Hello, into the Jane living Man- room. I've got a trick to show everybody. <laughs> Hello, Jane Mansfield. <gasps> You know how your uncles would do those tricks where they like blow into their thumb and then they expand their hand like it's a balloon? Oh, That's... I thought you'd just do that and then give them the middle finger. Well, oh, that too. No, yeah. you do that, but you go like it's a ratchet on the side mm-hmm. of your hand. And those... Clever. I learned that from my brother. Clever. Oh, smart. Mm. I've had friends who have had to have reductions done. Who? Soleil Moonfry? Yes. And I just, I thought, you know, they should have a trade program. For the women who actually need the boobs. And we'll just yeah. transfer, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, when they gave the blood from, from Dr. Frankenstein into Frankenstein? Yes. <laughs> kind of. We're just going to put the gurneys right next to mm-hmm. them and just transfer the boob over to the lesser boobed girl. I think that, I mean, but then you have um, Frau Bruja helping you. Bruja! Mm-hmm. Uh, Jules, are you a boob guy? Yes. Oh, oh God! Jesus! So yes, that's a so subtle who hint. Who are you seeing on the side? I know. This is from the Nashua Telegraph, Nashua, New Hampshire. So proud of you for pronouncing that. May thirtieth, nineteen seventy-four. Dear Abby, I'm a thirty-three-year-old married woman with three children. At school, I was called Pinocchio because my nose was so long. I also was teased because I was flat-chested. Oh my God, the theme! This gave me a very bad inferiority complex. Last summer, I decided to see a plastic surgeon, so I looked in the yellow pages and picked out a name that I liked and made an appointment. He charged me $25 just to tell me that he wanted $1,500 to do my nose and $3,000 for my silicone implants, cash in advance. I don't have that much money now. I was so desperate, I wrote to President Nixon and asked him if he knew a plastic (laughs) surgeon who could do it for less. I told Why? him that life wasn't worth living without those, pro- without those operations. He forwarded my letter to the mental health department, and they suggested I call suicide prevention if I felt the need to talk to somebody. Abby, I hate to go anywhere because I always see women with little noses and big bosoms, and I feel like crawling into a hole. Please, please help me. Signed, A Miserable Mess. Dear Miserable... You can't be as big of a mess as you say because at least one man thought you were appealing enough to marry. Start with your nose. Call your county medical society for the names of plastic surgeons who would let you pay on time. Also, try a university medical school. Nobody has everything, dear. Write to Fredericks of Hollywood for their lingerie catalog. Their padded bras are so realistic they could fool a nursing baby. And good luck. Uh, uh, this is like... First of all, let's start at the top with Nixon. <laughs> she wrote to Nixon. I couldn't afford it, so what? the next thing I did... I just decided to go right to the source. I decided the not president. to ask... Yeah, I decided not to ask Ed McMahon to show up with a giant check. I went to the president of the United States. I am 100% sending Biden a letter and asking him to take care of my jowls. I find it also funny that they called her Pinocchio and then she reaches out to President Nixon, <laughs> also Pinocchio. But who also help. had masks made of his face. Right. Talk about like can a you imagine? Pinocchio doll. <laughs> but can you also imagine being so hideous that people make masks of your face for people to wear at Halloween? It, like I have the worst self-esteem ever. If you made a mask of my face, rubber mask, and you sold it in bulk in stores for children to wear on Halloween, your face is a punchline. I'll trump that with the William Shatner mask, which then turned into the Michael Myers mask for Halloween. How fucking terrible is it when you're William Shatner and you find out that the most terrifying movie is based on your plastic mask from Star Trek? Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Like, that is just, like, That's the lowest. Also, let's just make a general rule. Don't make a mask of a person until they're dead. I don't need to see it. I The the other thing about a mask is just go by the glue and glue the eye holes to your face. (laughs) Because it still doesn't look right. But, oh, and the rubber. I can still smell the rubber. Yeah. But, okay, so she writes to Nixon. Mm -hmm. A known liar. Now picks Her nickname is... 
Pinocchio. Pinocchio. She writes to a known liar. Yeah. For help. He forwards her to the suicide hotline. He forwarded it. So he actually opened it. Well, Can you picture did. that he opens it? He's like, someone, it's scented. Someone wants breasts. Okay. I'm fighting a war. I can stop right what I'm doing. Okay, I have a water wants a new nose. Uh, I can do that. Um, you know what, Margaret? Send this through to HR. Let's get this girl a new nose, damn it. If I do one thing in my administration, free boobs for everybody. That would be the platform that I'd run on. You get boobs and you get boobs. Tits across America. Nipple to nipple, hand in hand. Hands across America. Nipples across America. Nips across America. That was the Hooters uh, Theme philanthropy. Song? <laughs> Nipples across America. Uniting if you like hands across America, you'll love Wait nipples until you see America. these tits. Look at these wings. <laughs> you can see them from space. Everybody <laughs> you know, goes boob to boob and goes, Fahoo, Fores, <laughs> Dahoo, and then the guy from Showgirls puts some ice on your nipples. <laughs> All right. If I got him, I got him. Um, I think it's your turn. Oh, I feel like there was still more in the answer, though. What is there anything else? The to Fredericks unpack? of Hollywood? Fredericks of Hollywood. I mean, is I told you open? about. Um, I think it's online. I think the name itself still holds some sort of something. Fredericks of Hollywood is where my family got all those gag gifts from my mother for her 40th birthday. Gag gifts from Fredericks of Hollywood. That's got to be an expensive gag. That's where gag. I ate the edible underwear. Hmm. Hmm. That's was an expensive gag. I hope not. I'm sorry. Everything is really expensive here. Do you have a used section? Well, we have some edible underwear. We have some gently used uh, crotchless panties. Mm, okay. uh, and thongs. People just can't. They yeah. want to give them back. Yeah. So uh, All edible. Yeah. So there's only half. There's a Shared bite mark in floss. this one. Ew! <laughs> I, Fredericks of Hollywood was always I only see a half-eaten so apple. Yes, well, that's also for sale. But it was always the place that like suburban moms would go. And it was in malls all the time. It was? Yeah, there were Fredericks of Hollywoods and malls. She'd be walking along, you know, next to Annie Annie's pretzels. Mm-hmm. And the orange Julius is some uh, padded bras from Fredericks of Hollywood. And then you just come across the Fembots from Austin Powers. Yeah. Or, you know, sexy nurse, sexy maid. Right. In like, what, some 41 video? <laughs> what right. is that? Is that the Stacy's Mom band? Stacy's mom, she's got it going on. Uh, the one that had the porn star that was in every one of the videos. And she's dressed Katane. like a hearse. Oh, uh, I don't hearse. know. Nurse. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to have you dressed as a hearse if that's okay. What? Uh, nurse, I just nurse, lost I 20 swear, pounds, nurse. I swear. Oh God. All right. I have an article for you from the Santa Fe, New Mexican, where I had the best margarita of my life. Mm. Not the newspaper, but the place from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, June 13th, 1975. Dear Ann Landers, I am baffled by your adjectives. In a recent column, you used the term raw sex. Will you please tell a simple-minded, uninformed hillbilly transplant from West Virginia to Salt Lake City just how raw sex is different from cooked sex? Also, when is sex well done? Oh, my God. Signed, just askin', with an apostrophe. Of course. Which means she's quirky. Yeah. Dear Just. sells chicken. Mm. Dear Just, tastes vary. As any gourmet will tell you, I checked the dictionary and raw is defined as crude or uncultivated. As for what kind of sex is well done, that too depends on the individual. Ian! These are two stupid people communicating. Mm. But it's fun. That was a dumb, <laughs> dumb what question. Is raw response. Sex? Well, she lives in Salt Lake City, let's be real. Well, has anybody done where, anything raw in Salt Lake? And this is when Abby's like, instead, like she just opened up a dictionary. She's like, raw sex is no condom. He comes inside you. That's raw sex. And it's Covered usually sex. after you've had a couple skinny girl margaritas and maybe a nice dinner. Cooked sex is stupid. There Cooked. is no such thing, dumbass. Cooked sex doesn't make you as ill. Cook sex is when you're on the roof of an Atlanta building and it's 112 degrees outside and you're fucking on the rooftop. Yes, on top of Caesars. Yeah. Caesars Palace in Vegas. And you're both cooking and you're sweating and you got a third degree burn from humping and pumping. On your ass. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what cooked sex is. Overdone sex 
Because <laughs> when you fuck until you're dead. Is the Tommy Lee video. Remember that? Oh, oh simpler times. Simpler times. People just fucking on VHS. Raw sex. Raw sex. Cooked. Someone, an adult, wrote in and wanted to know the difference. I, I went searching for the original article because she was referring to another article. And mm-hmm. if you put Ann Lander's raw sex in the search engine, you'd be shocked how much comes up. Really? Yeah, I went down a rabbit hole of raw sex with Ann Landers. <laughs> and let me tell you <laughs> I what, like I came out with a rash. I bet. And HPV. I'm going to need some creams and sauces and ba- berries and gravies and a witch. It is kind of amazing the questions that people write in to these two ladies thinking that they have the answers for everything. I know. And when it's too uncomfortable, they're like, they end it with a quip or something. Or they end, Yours that, is much that's more not really, quippy. Uh, mine just really tells helpful. them to fuck off. Yeah, that's not really... Well, her answer is not helpful. No. When I has mean, any answer actually been helpful? I mean, maybe the woman in Salt Lake's like, I want to get fucked raw. Well, of course does she does because she's in Salt Lake. She's like, anything except for my gay husband. My gay husband who built five houses into the side of this rock mm-hmm. so that all of the sister wives can live there. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think had Marcus stayed in the Mormon religion that he'd have a lot of wives? No. He wasn't heading that direction anyway. Or they're no. not. Oh, okay. No. All right. I just I'm just curious. No. What I'm asking is, will he take me on? No. Mormon. Uh, there are different sects of the Mormon religion. Raw sex. There's cooked sex. <laughs> um, his family is not of the multiple wives sect. Oh. Okay. With a All CT. Right. Everybody so. just automatically assumes. They do. Which if is... you're Mormon, then you're just going out looking for more chicks. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's funny because not everyone assumes that a Christian is like, you know, at a rally with with a sign that says God hates fags. Yeah. Or a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Another sect. Yeah. Another raw sect. Ooh. Oh, hey. This is from the Times News, Twin Falls, Idaho, March 1st, 1984. Dear Abby, you are mistaken when you say that if a man forces his wife to have sex with him, he is guilty of rape. He should not have to force her. The Bible says it's a wife's duty to submit to her husband. A wife who isn't willing to submit to her husband should not have gotten married in the first place. It is little enough to pay for the protection, security, and lifelong partnership the marriage license provides. Most women should take a good long look at themselves after 10 years of marriage and thank God their husbands still feel like having sex with them at all. Oh. If they've had one or t- one or more children, they're probably 20 to 30 pounds heavier than when they were married. Who wants to make love to a blob? Let's face it, Abby. Women <laughs> probably invented marriage because what they have to sell fades fast and they know they had better market it up before it spoils. Signed, Fed Up. Smithtown, New York. Signed, Soft Marie. (laughs) Dear Fed Up, if you're married, my condolences to your wife. And if you're single, please stay that way. What asshole wrote into a woman saying these things? God, can I see it? Yeah. I want to see it. Let's take a look. What an asshole. The second that you say the bible says in anything you do i am done the conversation is over i can't argue with people in the bible no as soon as people (laughs) i can argue with people in the bible i I just like that matthew mark luke and john they have it coming i wish i could like recite bible verses to contradict what most people say the bible says uh, memorize something else memorize a ym magazine if you have the ability to memorize passages in the bible Think of all the ways you could be using your brain for lesser good. How about memorize things that are fact-based that you can prove? Yeah. You can't even prove anything in the Bible, really. We're obsessed with the Bible. You and I are obsessed whenever we get going on something religious. I mean, you just can't... Also, not for nothing, but what if the Bible took place in a different locale? How would it be written Are most people in the Bible magicians? (laughs) That would be awesome. Like, what... Are oh, we, my God. Between Noah, parting the Red Seas, all the shit. These people are- Are you guys going to the show at Galilee? Yeah. It's the best <laughs> oh variety show. Oh, my God, show. Gallagher and Galilee. 
<laughs> Don't get too close to the river sticks. <laughs> Mary Magdalene's making ponchos for the front row. Oh my God, foot washes for everybody. <laughs> I love the foot baths there. I mean, Christ the on a bike. best variety show ever. Except when they say Alakazam, like somebody is is instantly a leper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had leprosy yesterday, and now I don't. Isn't I went to amazing? the Gallagher show, no leprosy. No. I, I can't recommend it oh enough. Oh, my God. Look at my cheekbones all of a sudden. Four stars on, on Jerusalem Yelp. You'll never believe. I went to this wedding last week. Oh. First of all, it was, I thought it was going to be an open bar, but it's not. <laughs> and it was only beverage service, which was, you know, like Pepsi, water, Pepsi, Coke, milk, whatever, uh-huh. and a bunch of water. And then the in walks this guy in a dress, and he looks around. And he's like, "What the fuck?" And next thing you know, all the water turns into wine. It was the best fucking night. I don't know what was in the water or what, but I went home with six other guys. So I went to this guy's tomb. <laughs> the next day, he's hanging on a cross. It was amazing. It was amazing. Well, and the best part about the wine trick is that right after doing that, he licked his fingers and then he slid them along the rims of all the wine glasses. So he played the wine glasses. It was the best show I have seen in Jerusalem. Because get I don't this, know if he's touring or what. I don't know. Because the band didn't show up. So next thing you know, he's just playing the rims of the glasses for about a three-hour set. It was amazing. Yeah, and he had 12 guys just following him around. It was incredible. All the apostles to me sound like the names of the apostles. Sounds like everybody I went to high school with. Matthew, and they, Mark, It's like Luke, Matthew, John. Mark, Luke, John. Mm-hmm. Ricky, Bobby, Sean, Tommy. Patty, <laughs> Paulie from, from Somerville, Chucky Cackles. It's like 12 guys that like to hang out, sit on one side of the table, eating. <laughs> oh, I hate that. You know, sometimes me and my jewels will go out to eat and he'll sit on the same side as me. And I'm like, what are you, a sociopath? No. I did that the other day. You Marcus. sat on the same side. Yeah, because I didn't want to sit on the chair, so I sat on the bench side. I mean, and- if you're at a four-corner table... Like, wait, so so you were both, like, Next shoulder to, to shoulder. Yeah, like, okay, like that's sociopathic. Yeah. No. If you're at a corner of a table. I understand, but I know? didn't do that. I wanted, to, I wanted to mix it up. It was like you were riding a bus together. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> Don't look at me. Just look straight ahead straight and ahead. eat your burger. Straight ahead. Don't look this me in the eye. This is my stop. Ding. Oh, wonderful. Well, all right, kids. It is quarter of two. We are making... Good time. I hope so. I'm fucking exhausted. I am so tired. After last night, so, uh, you know, we did the R2 recording. D2. D2. And then uh, I sat in traffic out to Long Island, a trip that took, should on paper be an hour long, was two and a half hours. Both ways. You could live next door to someone on Long Island. It will still take you an hour to walk next door. I don't know what it is about this strip of land that is impossible for people to navigate or figure out. But it took me forever to get there. And then when I did, it's a a cool place, this club. It's wild because it has all these different sections to it. Mm -hmm. And I go to sit in the green room and they were like, can we steal you for some radio? So I ended up doing a radio show. And then I did a show after that. And I was like driving home like Kathleen Turner was fucking Brenda Vaccaro. My voice is dropping into the i can feel it right now too and i have two to do tonight so i'm like okay well, let's just some water and maybe don't sing maybe the waitress honey. uh soundtrack in the car this time yeah she maybe used not. to be a man. yeah maybe don't do that maybe not not if you're going to a comedy show no no, no maybe gently not. maybe, maybe something to lighten song. it up or yeah. something all right I think we haven't called her in a while. Do you think it's time to call my mother? If she fucking picks up. Okay, then let's test her. And now it's time for the mom report. Always surprising. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You told you heard the woman. Do it right now. It's time to call my mother. Calling my mother right now to find out what the weather is like where she's standing and if she has anything to add to grab bags. I don't know if she's a 40D cup or maybe. I did bring her to a drag show once and um, a drag queen named Old Beef Patty grabbed her boobs. I like that. Yeah. Oh my God. I give up on this family. Usually they don't hear. She doesn't hear the. Hello? Oh, hello. How are you? Hi. Oh, my God. I'm fine. How are you? We got you on the phone. We're so happy to have you. 
How are you? How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. I was just wondering if I was going to hear from you. Well, we've I have to go food no longer. Wait, you have to go what? Food shopping. I, I heard no food. Oh, I, I heard moonshining. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody heard something different. Are you going to go boob shopping too? <laughs> no, I don't need that. <laughs> I think you got plenty of that. Oh. Yeah, I once brought her to um there's a drag bar called Lips in the village if you've I, ever been there was one night that I dragged my mother not only to lips but to hogs and heifers I remember <laughs> when we walked into I never told you this we I walked her into hogs and heifers and the in, first thing in the meatpacking oh yes remember hogs and heifers like what what that movie was based coyote on coyote ugly coyote ugly and uh walk in there there's girls like dancing on a lit bar top and the first thing she says is I need to know where all the exits are where are the fire exits? I need egress. There isn't one. <laughs> and then we brought her to Lips, where a drag queen named Alt Beef Patty grabbed her boobs and says, you got big titties, mama. Mm. Yes, I, I can always count on Erin to show me a good time. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it. We were just talking about uh, the time that we were visiting you, and you put us on the New Jersey transit train to go back to the city to catch, <laughs> said, catch a bus. And the thing broke down, and we ended up ending, going to a completely different area. We had to find our way back, and of course, we missed the bus. And and it was like 95 degrees and hot. And I went into Penn Station, and I said, "I just need two tickets out of this city. Get me out of here." And and your father and I were like horrified. We could, we had no idea if we were even going to get home that that night. And uh, finally, got in there, got in line. I said, "I'll take a ticket to." Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere. Just bring me to here. Rhode Island. I don't care. Yes, right. That would be halfway home. I'll take it. Well, oh, please. Uh, speaking of taking it. Huh. Oh, wait, what? Um, what is the weather like where you're standing right now? Is it hot and sticky? What can we expect? It is a perfect 10 of a day today. Ooh, it's a Bo Derek of a day. Gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> I love that movie. Well, good. And we can expect, what's kind of the uh, farmer's almanac of the summer? I don't know about the summer, but this week's going to be nice, except for tomorrow it's going to rain. Mm. And I can handle that. But uh, everything is like really pretty today. I don't know what it is. Everything is popping in color. And it's just one of those nice days. You don't get too often up because it's either too humid or, or whatever. And uh, it's just a nice day. I think I will go outside oh, and experience okay. it. Okay. I think you shall. <laughs> I especially like it when she talks like a robot. I shall go experience the outside. What are the humans doing? Must yes. kill, destroy. Yes, that's me. You're me Robocop. and my best friend, A-L-E-X-A. I can't say her name too loud because she will respond to something. Oh, and uh, I yeah. don't like talking to her unless it's like record related, you know, play and a she's record. Like, um, my... She's like Hal from 2001. She's like, hello, Ellen. What are you, are you wearing that today? Go ahead and load that gun. Point <laughs> it at your face. Nobody loves you. Wait, what? Alexa, Well, good. I'm glad that you're having quality time with your Alexa. Patty, um, regarding any of the grab bag episode uh, articles that we've had today, is there anything... Uh, situationally, you would like to ask my mother anything about D cups, whatever. When it was you a grab say bag. Grab bag yes. You mean like anything goes. Huh? Anything right. goes. Except for the show. Anything goes. That's not what we're talking Ugh, about. Oh, no. There's no articles about that. Aaron was talking about getting her breasts done. <laughs> what do you think about <laughs> I have never wanted them. Never. 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 <laughs> and what I do you think? Do you think Aaron should? Yeah. Should what? Should I get them done? She should. Should she get some <laughs> no. Pam Andersons? Should I get some walk in, around inserts? <laughs> what do you call them? I think you would. It would look. It would look like you were going to tip over. I don't think it's a good idea. You're just. You're just too tall and skinny. You look oh. like the letter L. What's the What's the bottom half of that? My feet. Your feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wow, well I, the sheets you're the making low, me you're feel the lower good. Case L. Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> baby L, like Lancome. 
Lancôme. Um, yes. Well, yes. okay then. I think that I think that now L is gonna go and take a little breaky poo. But uh, we want to thank you so much for the illuminating moth report. As always, it's lovely to check in with you and get always a little weather report. Always good to hear. It's your always good tongue. to talk to you guys. All we ever do is pause to give her a moment to say something and she doesn't oh. like I don't deal well with silence Someone do something, <laughs> tell a joke Let one rip, somebody burp Do something <laughs> Oh dear Someone it was just dead air there. But I'm glad to see that you're still here so I'm just... <laughs> You guys have a great uh, weekend Patty, enjoy yourself Thank, uh, I'm enjoying myself right now Enjoy <laughs> uh, I think I think I'll go make myself one of them cocktails that you make all the time. You know, oh. I think I'll just throw a few things together with a little ice and see what I come up with. Oh, good. Well, okay. see, here's the thing. Let just us don't know what use, it is. Write don't it use the Chivas then... Regal from 50 years ago that's still in the basement or that Bailey's bottle that's now butter. Write it down. Whatever you make, you know, write it down and send it to Jim, and then we will drink <laughs> yeah, whatever right. you made. That's a great Bailey's idea. We should do a Bailey's moth report. that you can eat with the spoon. No. Uh, oh, it's no. Rice. That's, that's, it's disgusting. It's, yeah. it's ancient and disgusting. Did you throw it so, out? Have you, did you ever get around to throwing oh, that out? Uh, you know what? It was like last year we decided to clean out the liquor cabinet, and I opened it. I said, I don't know how long this thing's been here. And when I opened it and turned it over to pour it, it didn't pour. It just kind of like, it was like solid. It was like tofu. Ew! Boozy tofu! Oh my God. Well, I thank okay. you so much for this moth report. Uh, go You're and get welcome. that Chivas Regal ready and I'll be home too sweet. Okay, have a great day. Love you, you guys. Bye. Bye! If you didn't hang up, she would still keep it open. She yeah. keeps the line open all the time. Sometimes I'll just let it ride because she was, it was her and my father were up in New Hampshire the other day <laughs> and they were trying to get the boat in the water and there was like a huge rock in the middle of whatever this like docking area is and then they go over and they look at it and they realize it's a tombstone for a dog. Like it's a, you know, it's not a rock, it's, huh? Under the water? No, 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 it's, it's like on the beach. So it's beachfront property, and you know you'd you'd bring your trailer in, and then you put a boat in the water from there. And they realize, oh, it's not just any rock; it's like a memorial rock to this dog, mm-hmm. and so that may be his final resting place. And and she's talking; she was like, "But it's right in the path of where we need to put this this trailer in. How are we gonna get it?" I, and I was like, "Well, you can't move it; it's a headstone. You don't move the headstones." And uh, so conversation happens, and she's like, okay, bye. And she didn't hang up, and I didn't hang up. So I listened to her and my father talk about this headstone, and then you hear them make the decision to move it. But you hear her go, I think it's a thing, Jack. I don't know if we should. I'll just move it, then we'll put it right back right after. I don't know. You son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, <laughs> but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones! You only moved the headstones! Oh my god, how many takes? Like just the one, just, just one. Just raw throat. They call the him one take Nelson. That's what oh he was known to be. God. Like you're already in it. You better come prepared. That if you have a scene with terrifying. Craig T. Nelson and he gets in your face screaming, why? Now, can you imagine just playing that scene without the John Williams music? It's just like, it's a a dead silent neighborhood and just uh, your neighbor fucking losing his shit on his boss. Just take all the scoring out of the whole thing. Just like quiet. But it's also the same if you like added random banjo, you know? Mm -hmm. The music always tells me how to feel. So if you're watching poltergeist and it's like you move the bodies but you, you only move the headstones but you left the bodies didn't you the benny hill theme song behind it oh wait that's a chicken dance you're so good i love scoring man oh speaking of songs scoring throughout your episode i think it's time to sing a little it's Time, time for, for... 
Instagram mail, Instagram mail. You've written a question, we're answering the question. You left the body. Talking about death. That's Poltergeist the musical. It would be called Poltergeist! Exclamation point. You only moved the headstones. Why? See, and then that chorus will come in, and that will be, you know, tiered. So we have one Instagram mail question this That's week. It. DM us Instagram, dear Pod official, and uh, slide on in the DMs or email us, whatever. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. We're you here know, for you. Just okay. Launch a coos ball at our head. <laughs> here we go. Dear Pod, my mother's in her seventies and still smokes. I've tried everything to get her to quit, even breaking her cigarettes in half. I want her around a long time, and I feel like she's killing herself. I'm at my wit's end. Any suggestions of anything I haven't thought to try? Signed, I can lead my mother to water. She just called her mother a horse. Yes. Dear Mother Water, (laughs) with all the costs of cigarettes today, I am surprised your mother didn't snap you in half, too. We all know that cigarettes, cigarettes are bad for you, but mom is from a different time when smoking was cool and no meant yes and someone approved overhead lighting. Try doing something the opposite of what America did during the pandemic. Go with science. Your mom won't take your word. She birthed you and knows your real SAT score. Take her to her next physical and ask for a chest x-ray. Then take a nice stroll in the cancer wing, watching those with lung cancer struggle to breathe even with their oxygen masks on. Better yet, sit in the lounge outside the nurse's station long enough to hear people hacking up black tar and blood and listen to them gurgle as they breathe while their lungs are filled with fluid. Let me tell you from experience that that sound never leaves you. If she is lucky, she will see another family there waiting to talk to their loved ones for the very last time. If that still makes your mom light up her Virginia Slims, then you should take her to your therapist because she doesn't give a shit about you. You can't drag a horse to water, but you can force its ignorant head in the bucket and drown that son of a bitch. Love and light. Oh, love and light. That just makes everything better, doesn't it? Really does. Love and light. Oh, bless your heart. Oh, love and light. Love and light. Love and light. Peace. Here's what Abby has to... I mean, Abby, Jesus, who am I now? I don't know. It's been a long ass day. Who am I? Anyway. 426... 426? <laughs> That's a whole different zip code. I was just going off the Chicago side. I don't know. It's France. What the hell? All right. Here's what Anne has to say. Dear lead, did you start by asking her if she even wants to quit? Christ, half the people her age don't even want to get surgeries, let alone relinquish their habits. If someone doesn't want to do something, you're going to have a near impossible time trying to move the needle. Or you're going to have to revert to my favorite method of coercion, manipulation through deep guilt. Now this technique helps if you're Catholic, only because she'll have already had years of unnecessary shame built up in a system like a callus. But ultimately, it is a non-denominational tactic. Tell her all the ways she's ruining her time with you by smoking cancer sticks. Tell her how it makes you feel that she's cutting her life short with every puff. Show her pictures of frizzled lungs like a scared straight meets the body's exhibit. If there are grandkids involved, a pity performance by a child is always effective. You can appeal to her vanity and tell her smoking makes her smell like ass. Really lay it on thick like buttercream frosting. Stage an intervention with all her nearest and dearest. You can whip out all the big guns and point them right at her. Annoy her to the point of quitting just to shut you up. Of course, this could all backfire and make her smoke more to keep you away. But hey, you never know till you try. It took me 19 attempts before I put the Pall Malls and Virginia Slims down for good. Even to this day, I miss the delicious drag of menthol after my morning gin. But once my jewels had both of his lungs replaced with Mylar balloons on a whim, I realized it was no longer just about me. And hopefully your mom will too. I don't recommend a Mylar balloon lung replacement. The helium will make her sound like Vern Troyer. Good luck, your good daughter, and happy guilty. Ayan. 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 Ayan, oh my God. This is a lot of syllables for a one-syllable word. I think that if you're in your 70s and you don't have anything wrong with you. Oh my God. Are you gonna? My grandmother smoked like... (laughs) unfiltered like Marlboro Reds like I'm riding bareback on this horse she was cigarettes okay. and she was British she was raw she yeah. liked it raw raw 
raw siggies. Raw dogging. Into her 80s, and she was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't lung cancer that was the undoing of her. But she never got lung cancer from that. It was just a different time. Yeah. I think, I don't know, if you're in your 70s, you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm here. I mean. I might as well just double down. Yeah, I can't imagine. My mother used to smoke. Moth was a smoker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I hated it. And then one, I, I did crush her cigarettes once because I had to, I was sent on a mission to go over to the lady, the next door neighbors, and get three cigarettes. Like they were borrowing them like a cup of sugar. And so I went over there and I got a baggie of ciggies. That's weird. Yeah. Well, look at the time that guy tried to, <laughs> the guy who was the assistant coach at my father's baseball team and was like, here's 10 bucks. Can you go get me some Marlboros across the street? Oh, that's true. And he sent me. And without hesitation, I went. And God, I love the 80s because nobody even thought twice. Again, it was like a candy machine in the middle of like a bar. Yeah. A a Chinese food restaurant called the Aku Aku had a vending machine. I mean. I didn't even like cigarettes. I never smoked, but I loved the vending machine. Also, you really had to put your back into it. You had to like hold that lever and just go. That was intense. Yeah. It like worked your your tricep. And did they get rid of it because they were trying to curb teen smoking? I think, yeah. Because then it became, but it was illegal it? at a certain point, right? I don't, is it? Was it? Under 18. I mean. Who's clocking that? Who at the Aku Aku restaurant is looking over the cigarette vending machines and being like, get that kid away from that thing. When half the parents sent the kid to go get it out of the vending machine to begin with. Right. And that's all you have to say. Oh, I'm getting it from my dad. Yeah. No, who's going to check your story? Yeah, unless you look like uh, Matt Dillon. These people have a restaurant to run, and their poo-poo platters were extraordinary. Right. They were elaborate. They're like, what's ever in this meal is probably going to kill you faster <laughs> Exactly. Than this fucking Trust me. If you get that chicken fried rice, that'll be the end. We don't even know if it's chicken. No. But we're going to tell you it is. It's curly. Yeah. Yeah. No, Curly, our old chef. <laughs> if you move slow around here, you will end up in the low main. We did give him a warning. Yeah, you got to you got to start walking faster, son. That's right. Or you got a target on your back. Ah, oh, the Aku Aku. Oh, yes. <gasps> they did have really good drinks. I remember, like, well, I didn't drink there until I had a fake ID. Um, and then when I did get a fake ID, I went to a Chinese food restaurant called the Hong Kong in Harvard Square. And the first thing I buy is the thing with the most sugar in it. It was like a shared Mai Tai. You That's... finally have a fake ID that somebody's actually accepting. And I was like, give me the biggest thing you got and three straws for my friends here. And I want to drink most of their backwash. Yeah. Oh, God. I hope those things never come back. I literally just got sick thinking about it. I can't it. even imagine ordering an alcoholic beverage at a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah, because it's you're, you never know what you're going to get. No. That and a diner, which one of these days no. we're doing. Yes, I just well, there's a place that, called that the Ritz Diner, and it is so diner. Like the the colors are this sort of electric blue and uh, cotton candy pink, and they have a really huge beverage menu, huge cocktail menu. And one of these days, you and me, we're gonna go. We're gonna go get eggs. Gonna go get some toast, and we're gonna go get some amaretto sours. We are not. Yes, we that. are. You're coming down with me. But before that happens. It's time for specialty cocktail, specialty drink. Open up your diner menu and just put your finger down. Maybe it's a Harvey Wallbanger. We don't care. It's sticky and there's jelly on everything. Why is the Bailey's solid and a straw? You shouldn't be able to spoon Bailey's out and smear it on your toast. All right, this week's specialty cocktail. I'm excited about this one. Okay. Okay. It's the mango margarita. Don't you wanna? As James Jules Ferris has discovered, you can't get on the ferry to Fire Island without this drink in your hand. True story. Now, for this, you need two ounces of Blanco tequila, one ounce of Cointreau, two ounces of mango juice, and two ounces of lime juice. And here's pretty simple directions. You shake all ingredients and strain into an ice-filled rocks glass. Here are the tasting notes. Whether you like your rims salted or not, this is a crowd favorite cocktail. But as we continue to celebrate Pride Month, we had to feature this drink. 
Even if you don't have this drink in your own hand, it can still make the people around you very envious of your happy hour choices. So much so that they may even sing about it. Ask Erin. Just say its name out loud. Mango Margarita. Oh, she's fun! As I am learning in my ever-evolving life, summer and tequila go hand in hand, as well as any toilet bowl welcomes the presence of Patty's ass. Aww. Fun tribute. Yeah, I know. Really good example. You're welcome. So, with your drink in hand, close your eyes, get into the rhythm of the music, take a sip, and sing to yourself with a beat. Ready? Mm. That's it. Come on. Here we go. Oh, yeah. That's my shit. The mango margarita. Cheers. See, this makes me feel like we're doing something healthy for ourselves because it's like a mango puree. Mm-hmm. I thought mango tasted like, or it smelled like a dirty diaper. Is that what a mango is? No, are papaya? you experiencing dirty diaper smell? Because no. I'm not. There's like something it. that makes me feel healthy about this. Mm. Is it because it's uh, not a clear, it's like a very juice for Yeah, it's juice dense, forward, very... but there's also like a mango makes me feel like a mango is a healthy fruit. This is good because it's sweet and, oh, okay, so what did you use? Oh, oh yes. You use like a naked, naked juice. There we go. This instantly makes me feel that's very good. My it's Jules used the that. naked company. Oh, because after you have one of these cocktails, you will get naked on the ferry to Fire Island. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm. This is what Jules ordered when. No, you, I, you ordered it or I ordered it? You ordered it. Oh, I got a mango margarita on mango the ferry ride margarita. to Fire Island. And there was there was already a, there was a twink who was like hammered behind me, like wrecked, and and he was like, "Oh, I ordered him for both of us, mango margaritas." And we turn around, we come face to face with him, and he was like, already in his undies and like just in his feeling himself, and he was like already greased up and ready to go. He's like, "What is that? Like a mango margarita?" And he goes, "Mango margarita, margarita, like the sound of that." Oh, and then some song came on the radio and he was like, oh yeah, that's my jam. Let's get it. Let's go. And I was like, he's tweaking. We have got to get out of here before this guy explodes into a confetti cannon. Is this just the ferry? Just the ferry before. So this is the docking area before we even got on the ferry. This was a lovely pride month. I think everybody came out ready to play. Ready to party. Ready to party. Ready to celebrate. Damn it. And a good month to have it. June... June, out all Joan. Over. Yeah. And the hubbas and the jeepas and the leases <laughs> and the weebas. I think we've had some very good Pride episodes. I think so. I think that we have sent it up properly. I think we did. Pride is a party. Everyone enjoy yourself. Educate yourself. Be safe. For us older gays, have some patience. For some younger gays, <laughs> have some patience. Yes, be some, be patient with each other. It's okay to learn. It's never too old. Turn to your right and Don't hand someone a, a mango margarita. From 17 to 99. Don't Ladies be a and dick. gentlemen, don't be a dick to one another. And you're going to be able That's to buy those t shirts in our upcoming shop. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. In baby tea, yeah. half tea. Don't be a top. dick. Just suck one. <laughs> Happy Pride 2020. <laughs> Cheers, Quiz. <laughs> This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. 